you doing, fight fans? Time for the Bob and Ray Show. Wait just a minute, uh, Webley. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Webley Webster, our you do, everybody? educational uh, book reviewer, usually. How come you're, uh, you've signed us on today? Well, there was some discussion about it. Uh, the best way if you fellas come on the air, we thought maybe if you uh, hired me to just come on and say, you know... Have an announcing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you like the higher fight fans? Well, it's I don't, an attention getter. It's an attention getter, but I, I don't quite see the, the purpose of it. This isn't a fight show. No, no, but I mean, everyone just carries it. Let me hear you say it again. When it was How you doing, fight fan? No, that doesn't, Ray, do you think that fits? No, I don't think so. Web, if it's down, please. We have so many important things to do today, and let's discuss this maybe at some other time. Is that all right with you, Web? Oh, it's okay. I'll okay. just, uh, we'll yeah. to it. But it is the Bob and Ray show, anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> now, let's see, uh, Webley, uh, or Wally, I mean, is over at uh, Grand Central, isn't he? Yes, yes. And I wonder if the engineer knows that the line is on, so please come in from Grand Central Terminal, Wally Ballou. Microphone here at Grand Central Terminal in New York, where a scene of exciting pandemonium is taking place. This is the traditional week that the children all over the city leave for summer camp. And we thought it might be interesting to chat with uh, one of the counselors who is lining up his group here to leave for Camp Willisappy in Nestlehead, New Hampshire. I wonder, Carl Rehnquist, if I could have a few words with you, sir, please. I just wanted to have a few words with you, Carl, and find out a little bit about the camp. Well, call me Uncle Carl, uh, please. I want to get the feel of Winnesapi as quickly as I can. You mean so, uh, before these uh, children kind of overtake you, huh? That's right. This yeah. is a big day for you. How long have the campers been calling you Uncle Carl, Mr. Redquist? Well, it came about only after uh, seven years as a sub-counselor, uh-huh. Wally. Uh, it happened to me in 1956. Uh, what happened at that time, Uncle Carl? Well, you see, uh, all right, now watch it, kids. The arts and crafts room caught fire, and I managed to save a group of finger paintings that were beginning to burn. I think I stamped out a flaming wallet, too. And the campers do you as Uncle Carl from that time on, huh? Well, they held a ceremony in front of a great campfire that night, and they chanted my name seven times. And then they threw the finger paintings into the fire, signifying friendship. Very interesting, uh, Uncle Carl. And I thought maybe we would uh, talk a little bit about uh, some of the some of the uh, children who are lined up here. I, I see on the list, uh, Oscar Reno. Oscar Reno, yes. Uh, well, uh, I've got Oscar on bunk restoration. Uh-huh. Uh, Vincent Pastor, for instance, will be on net repair. Are they uh, some counselors, these kids, or what? Uh, that's right, Wally. Uh, of the staff up here with me uh, will be there. I believe only uh, Colin Rosecrans has a chance to be called uncle this year if he's lucky. Oh, well, is he up there now? Uh, well, he's, he's up there now. He's at the waterfront working on the opening day uh, Winnesopi water pageant. So he's unblocking whistles, and we'll be working on that. Seems to be working pretty good. I wish they could unblock that with it. It's kind of interfering with our broadcast here. Yeah, or block it. <laughs> I guess you couldn't run a camp without whistles, though, could you? No, uh, Mr. Ballou, that would be uh, impossible, I think. Although with the development now of these electronic streamers that the Navy has used for so many years, I think maybe in another three or four years we'll be able to... Uh, Forget the whistles altogether. You think, uh, Colin, that... No, you... no, I can talk too much. No, 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 no. The kids are nervous wreck, and you know how they are. They haven't eaten, and... Uh, what what will they be eating of the trays today? Well, we asked them, please, to bring their own sandwich. Uh, now, uh, it's a, uh, of course, a day-and-a-half trip. Now, I 
They've all brought enough food for them. We've made no provisions for the food. Uh-huh. Well, I hope that you make them all right and uh, line them up now. I believe them. Yes, he's he's Meadwood. I think they're loading the train now, so thanks very much. Well, we will see you next step wall. We hope when we all come back and healthy. And this is Radio's highly regarded Wally Ballou returning up to Bob and Ray in... Say, uh, Bob, hmm? you know, this is a birthday. Yours? No, uh, but uh, Canada's. Canada's 92nd birthday. Oh, that's the uh, anniversary of the passing of the British North America Act, huh? Yeah, July... in 1867. July 1st, yeah. Canada's, uh, that was Canada's first step, you know, towards becoming a nation. And we'd like to take this time right now to congratulate them and wish happy birthdays. Everyone in the United States is echoing the same. Right. CBS Radio and all its affiliated stations, coast to coast. Bob has gone down into the audience to talk. We don't have too much time to uh, speak with many members of the audience uh, today. Bob, you have someone there you can talk with? Yes, I do, Ray. A gentleman here who has uh, just recently gone into business for himself. And I wonder if you'd just uh, sign our book here, sir, and all right. tell us a little bit about what it is you're... So excited already. Well, I'm uh, just opened up a beautiful uh, store here on Park Avenue in New York, uh, Bob, and uh, I'd like to invite everybody uh, to use the facilities there. Uh, I uh, I don't know as you remember me, but um, a few years back you interviewed me on one of your programs. You weren't the gentleman who opened the blacksmith's shop. No, I wasn't. Was GI loan? No, two or three years back I opened a shop. For cleaning and reblocking Davy Crockett hats. Oh yes, yes. Uh, well, I just we need so many people here that I, know, I just I, didn't place you. You are a bit older. Well, I'm put on a little weight mm -hmm. too. Uh, it's not surprising you didn't recognize me. I have myself. Remember my name, though? Trigger Flaherty. Trigger Flaherty. That comes right back to sure. me now. Well, what uh, is the new shop you want? Well, I've uh, opened up a shop here in Park Avenue uh, to repair, overhaul, repaint, clean. Uh, in other words, rejuvenate. Uh, use hula hoops. Kid breaks his hula hoop, we can uh, uh, fix it for him again. Have you put a great deal of money into this? Well, I've used up my GI loan on it, and then I it have an uncle who uh, he came through with uh, five bills, uh -huh. and uh, I have an aunt who uh, let me have three hundred dollars. Well, I bought a convertible. I hope you're successful, but uh, it seems to me that the the craze is a little bit passe now. It's gone by, I think. Well, I don't know. I, I, uh, maybe so, but uh, they... they Plus, when, a, when a hoop gets in that condition, it's uh, not too expensive to get another one, you know. Well, I don't know. You see, what we'll do is uh, we'll clean them, uh, refasten them, repaint them, all for 450 Now, you can't buy them. Oh, well, that, now there's where you, you're way out of line, you see. I tell you, if you could see us after the show, Ray is a very good business head, and I think uh, he'd be glad to give you a little bit of, of advice. All right, well, thanks very much. I'll be right here. Well. Time now to join Ace Willoughby, international detective, as he involves himself in the Marrakech affair. Well, I never thought I'd be in Marrakech again. It's hot here. We call Marrakech the blast furnace of the Far East. But I knew I'd find what I wanted here in the marketplace. American. American Willoughby over here. 
You appear to be a Bedouin, my good man. I have but to drop my bonus a bit. You will see it is your old friend, Lieutenant Dautier of the Algiers Police. Well, it is you, Dautier, but I thought... This old French policeman is one tough man to kill. Willoughby, we're being watched. Pretend you're buying something from me. All right, Dautier. Uh, Arab, how much for those string of beads? The ones with the different colors. Now, listen closely. Here are some papers. You'll be known as Pepe Perdue, first mate on the Lisbon Queen. Uh, that's too much for just beads. How much is that miniature bronze camel with the wristwatch on its neck? Now stop shouting, American. The people who are watching have left. Now, you have your orders? Well, I'm to walk to the end of the street of Broken Noses, to Marrakeesh House. Then I'm to go to room six and knock on the door. Precisely right. Uh, say, Doce, who are we after? If I knew that, my friend, I'd know a lot. No, Max, no, maybe one of us. Who are you, sir? Uh, I'm Puppy Purdue, first mate on the Lisbon Queen. I think we're here in dry dark for repairs. Your papers, please. Well, they seem to be in order, Mr. Purdue. Come in, please. Thanks. Max, go to the other room. He must excuse Max, Mr. Perdue. He cannot express himself too well since the accident. Would you believe he was once Minister of Finance in the old country? Well, he looks familiar, yes. Then you must also know my colleagues seated over there. Koenig, Schultz, and von Oberdorfer. Sure. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Gentlemen, we have work to do. Now, are we all agreed we can trust Mr. Perdue? Yeah, well, that's certainly a show of good faith. Mr. Perdue, you will see to it that Koenig, Schultz, and von Oberdorfer board the Lisbon Queen tonight. I guess three more won't make any difference on a ship that size. Good. You will proceed from here to a designated point in the North Atlantic and rendezvous with U-boat number 36. Then you and the others will board the submarine and proceed to sink and harass as many Allied ships as you can. But... The that's fantastic. This is 1959. All to our advantage, Mr. Perdue. The element of surprise is on our side. And I'm sending Max with you, so no tricks. Oh, Mary? Mary McGoon? Yes. We, we had quite a discussion with you yesterday, but I thought maybe today we could... Uh, point out some of the uh, uh, items that uh, you are so well acquainted with in the society world. Could you tell us anything that's happened in the past week? Well, I have some interesting material that I'd like to inform you about and, and the listeners. Uh, Mrs. Irwin Daniel Hayes gave an intimate dinner at her attractive Dover Estates home in honor of Mrs. Edna Werner. After dinner, the party dashed out to Las Vegas for a few days. For extended social activity, Mary? Yes, they arrived in time for champagne and free holy affair at the charming stucco and adobe home of Mr. and Mrs. E.J. Marco. I see. I think uh, you're here for a special reason. Well, that's correct, but I'd like to talk about the annual racket rally that's to take place on Saturday next on the spacious lawn of Mrs. Walter Again. And I'm sure it has to do with the racket club ladies' auxiliary. It certainly does, uh, Bob. The, patrons, uh, the patronesses of the affair, Mesdames Phyllis Risbold and R.T. Schaff, will be retrieving tennis balls on that particular afternoon. Will the tennis balls be auctioned off? Yes, yes, just prior to the time that the tennis players are served sack 
puncheons put up by Mesdames Ariel Eggers and L. Louise Platt, members of the Assistance League. Well, what will the charity will the uh, money go to? To the Hot Club Fund for the future purchase of foxes. And if there's any left over? It will go into the Hunt Club Auxiliary Fund for the maintenance and showing of Shetland ponies, Bob. Well, listen, uh, is the affair going to extend into the evening, you figure? Yes. After the lawn is cleared of nets and things, the patronesses of the racket rally are going to lead the guests in the brilliant motorcade to the home of Mrs. T. N. Doheny. She a patroness also? No, she's an auxiliary member. Oh, I see. Anyway, the motorcade people will then be served pick and eat box lunches, and after quick changes in the palatial home of Mrs. T. N. Doheny, they will motor back to the lawn. And as usual in affairs of this sort, members of the Assistance League will already have lighted the Japanese lanterns. I... Well, that's right, and set off the bug repellent too, Bob. And then uh, what is to happen on the spacious lawn of Mrs. Walter Grant's? Well, a nighttime fashion show will take place. The gowns of Dolly Madison will be shown. Will they be modeled, too? Uh, no, no, they're musty old things. Uh, Mr. Richard Tebby will pass among the guests and let them finger the famous garments. That doesn't sound like uh, too much of a fashion show to me. Well, Kenneth Boqua, who borrowed the gowns from the Madison collection, will make pertinent comments on the garments as they're passed, and slides will also be shown. Slides of what? Well, the patronesses got together in a series of fashion tableaux depicting high fashion styles for the year 3000. The old and the news, eh? Well, I think the elegance will be the keynote of such a combined fashion show rather than the old mm. and the new. Well, any last word, Mary? I well, I want to congratulate Miss Florence Richards on her engagement. Her fiancé is Leon Oates, a graduate of the exclusive Coker School in Pittsburgh. Well, thanks, Mary. And I know you're on the committee to purchase tennis balls, so I won't keep you any longer. <laughs> Our time is up uh, pretty near anyway. We hope that uh, you'll all drop around. Tomorrow, I see they're giving us the signal for the general sign-off. Folks, why did you say... Oh, oh, sorry. The general sign-off. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay until goodbye. next time. Yeah. Uh, this is Ray Goulding reminding you all to write if you get work. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by your side. <laughs>